The housewives are always serving some drama, and we're here to sip on that reality. Mm. Ooh, let's get into the mess with our housewife highlights. Okay, we are back at it again. And guess what, y'all? Salt Lake City just premiered this past week. Oh, my God. Sully, what did you think? Because, hello, that intro? I was Salt Lake City didn't even let us sit down properly, get ourselves together, because the first five seconds, they started with the mess, mess, messy mess. They sure did. They wasted no time capitalizing off of Jen's uh, criminal activities and her being arrested. Yup, that, that part. In the intro, and they were like, we're going to show you what's to come, because this is one hell of a season, baby. We could not even write this ourselves. We couldn't even direct this ourselves. This shit happened. They couldn't. But you know what? I do appreciate that they out here showing us that good black men still exist. Because in that first minute, what you see, her husband giving her the heads up. But like, yeah, girl, they coming for that ass. So, scripture, you better get the fuck out of there. Yes. Jen's husband gave her the heads up like the feds is after you, bitch. Run. And so we see the actual moment that they came to arrest her, which was like, oh, okay, it's happening now. This is the first two minutes of the show. And then it gets into two months prior, prior to that actually happening. So we see Jen moving, which only means that her criminal activities have forced her to move. (laughs) And uh, we see Crazy Whitney doing what Crazy Whitney does. What I didn't like about Whitney was, you know, I love Whitney. She's a hot mess. She totally young. And, you know, her husband is all of like 30 years older than her. And she's she's the hot young wife. But, honey, your stepsons. Right. So like her husband's children that they don't have together are literally like three to five years difference younger than her why are you hugging them with your bikini on i understand that you are all going into the pool but you're not in the pool yet that was a little weird yeah that that felt a little weird to me too that was like ew ew literally you are closer to age to the stepsons you could easily be dating them like this could be a lifetime movie in a hot second please do not hug your stepsons or like anyone close to your age or anyone with a bikini on that's not your husband it just looks wrong that was very odd to me especially because my parents have the exact same age difference and it's the same situation where my siblings are way closer to my mom's age if not older than her um and looking at that i was just like no we don't we don't do that here you don't do that but the best part was whitney and this motherfucking cake Girl, what is wrong with you? Like, first of all, you knew you shouldn't have been carrying the cake because you done took two or three shots with the family in the kitchen that we saw on camera. So that means you took way more. You that you're right. That means you probably took double that. So you are fucked up. Why are you gonna carry this beautiful cake with like 12 to 15, 20 candles lit? And then you have some other shit in your hand, and you clearly was not trying to actually make it to the pool with that cake. She was not. Your hands was wobbly as fuck. What are you doing? What? You drop it. And then you 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 manage. Actually, the first drop wasn't that bad. It was not that bad. The first it's drop bad. was not that bad. You're right. Because she was able to recreate it so that it looks somewhat like a cake and then managed to get the candles back on top. Yes. And it was not that bad. So after the first drop, you you fixed it and you relit the candles and your dumbass drops it again. 
bitch, why? But you noticed that on the second drop, she was walking in the opposite direction of where the pool was. She was fucked up. You <laughs> Your job was not to carry that cake. Okay. Anybody- and then I'm also concerned over the fact that I'm just like, you dropped the cake. So was the intention for y'all to eat this cake after it fell on the floor? No, at that, you know what? After the second drop, I was like, okay, she clearly just wants them to sing happy birthday and this son to blow out the fucking candles because after the second drop, that was detrimental. And she put that shit. She just piled all she piled that shit on top. Like it was just like a pile of crap. It was not fun. It was not it was not giving what it was serving. Yes. And she put the candles back on and she came out there with candles lit on this garbage pile cake, literally just for them to sing happy birthday and like blow it out. But I don't think anyone was intending on eating the cake. That was my not. I really hope not, because that would just have been terrible. Yes. And then we see Heather still talking about good time girl and she wants her daughter to be a good time girl who says that college. who says that who what mother says hey i want my daughter to be a hoe but like i want her to earn the title of being a hoe like because that's got- exactly what they were talking about last season when they were calling heather a good time girl so now you're using this phrase to put that out to your daughter and you're on a nationally syndicated show so if but you're saying i want my it. daughter she wants her to own it. She wants she her to own it. it and own it. She wants her to Lisa Rinna own it. But yeah. you know, not people are going to be looking for her daughter because she wants her daughter to be a good time girl. Yeah, but I mean, it's up to her daughter. But the fact of the matter is, it's like, you know how fucking weird and twisted that is. I don't understand some people. Like, vicariously through their children for all the yes. things that she wasn't able to do. And that is unhealthy. But you can do that, but not to say, like, go hoe it up. Like, that's some weird, weird shit. But what's even weirder is Mary. Everything about Mary is fucking weird. Like, girl, I gave you a pass because you really sold it to us. In the reunion, I was like, okay, you can come back for season two. But, bitch, what are you talking about? What are you doing? Like, your whole podcast. Granted, everyone has a podcast now. But, bitch, what are you talking about? So, positive notes on Mary um the wig is looking better this season i'll give her that it's only one episode it is but it's still better it's it's still better um as far as the podcast goes i cannot say that i understood a single word of what she was saying and even worse is her co-host did not understand a single word of what she was saying so that's a problem right there it's just given like fake church vibes you know when you go to those churches that are legit like i'm gonna so i'm gonna sell you the dream and i'm gonna make sure that you feel like you have the holy ghost in you so i'm gonna say and do all the crazy antics to make you feel like that that's what she was given and i'm like mary what what is you talking about girl and on top of that um the pandemic did well for her because she did not have to live in the same house with her husband with her old step-granddaddy Yes, um, you know, it really gave the things that she was needing in her life. But I will tell you that in that scene where she was recording her podcast, I was dead ass expecting for some black lady to walk into the room and pass out with the Holy Spirit done got her. That's how extra she was being. That's what she was given. But you know what? I am interested to see how her wigs are going to be looking for the rest of the season and her clothes because she is always giving name brand, name brand, name brand, but looking couture, like, couture, couture, but looking, but looking like, like trash, trash, trash. So looking like couture at like the women's shelter. 
And now on to Lisa and Meredith. Now, Lisa. I like that we can talk about them together because they're clearly the same person. Basically. But Lisa is, is really, you know, a diehard friend with Jen, which I'm like, yay. But now wait until she gets indicted and arrested. She going to be like, Jen, who? She going to be like, these hoes ain't loyal. These hoes ain't loyal. That is what Lisa is in trouble. When your friend is in trouble and needs somebody, you got to be there for them. You can't like, even if they're wrong, okay? You got to be there for them. And that is the reason why I come back to Heather because I'm like, in the after show with Watch What Happens Live with Andy, Heather was like, you know what? Jen needs a friend. I do not know. I never knew what she did. I never knew. I, I never knew what her job was. But at the end of the day, I was like, you're my friend no matter what. You need somebody to talk to no matter what. But I still don't know what your job is, whether it's fraudulent activities or not. I don't need to know that. Because Heather is about that life. She is a real one. She needs a stylist, but she's still a real one. And Meredith cannot get over the fact that Lisa is friends with Jen. But Meredith, you're friends with Heather and Lisa is the, does not like that. Like Lisa and Heather do not get along. So Meredith, like, first of all, I don't like friends that tell other friends you cannot be close with this person. You cannot talk to this person because that's, that's not, not a real friendship. friendship. That's not what a friendship is. But Meredith has every right to not talk to jen because jen is on the socials liking a whole bunch of shit about meredith's son saying like oh you know he's gay you should slap him he's a fairy he's a twink all these things so meredith i'm on your side with that about like not liking jen because jen is shady like why is she talking about your son or like she's liking the tweets that's what's fucked up she's liking and like and Meredith clearly did not get the Brooklyn memo on stop snitching because um, we hear in the blogs and on the show and shit that someone in the housewife circle actually dropped a dime on Jen. And we are convinced it was Meredith. Yes, this is going to come up later on in the season where, she did it. where Whitney calls out Meredith asking like, hey, did you let the feds know? where jen was and like put a dime on her so i can't wait to see it but lastly we're gonna talk about newbie jenny jenny so far i mean you only have one episode with like maybe five minutes to yourself and your family um she's cool but i didn't like how she threw her husband under the bus she was way under the bus he looked good from the neck down i'm like oh shit when she met him I'm like, chicks, that wasn't right. That wasn't right. I didn't like that. Like, that's your husband. How are you going to play him on national TV like that? Your husband, you've been together for I don't know how many years, over 15 years, because their oldest son is like almost 15. Yeah. Um, You have two kids together. Like, why? why? Why would you say like, that's fucked up? If you're trying to be funny, that wasn't cute. And secondly, he's actually good looking. Like, if he was not cute, I'd be like, "Ooh, girl!" But like, that's your man. It exactly. Don't give up. But like, he's he's good looking. Why would you? Why are you playing him like that on TV? And I will say that I appreciate Jenny coming out here and really giving us a taste of that real immigrant experience. Because when they were talking about how old she was, and she goes, "Well, I'm 43, but I guess on paper I'm 41," because you lose two years in the paper translation. <laughs> 
So I can't wait to see more of her. And I think her husband brings up wanting to have more kids. And she's like, I'm done with that life. So let's let's see how it all plays out. But so far, Bravo, you did your job with season two at the premiere of Salt Lake City. I cannot wait. That was only episode one. And I'm like, um, what's the next episode? Come, 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 please. Salt Lake City gave us what New York should have been giving us. And also what we knew Salt Lake City was going to give us. So it's a two for one. Oh, you're right, girl. That is so right. And now let's move on to talking about what we heard about the the New York Housewives shakeup. So we still have not got a reunion, which is like, what the fuck? We're not going to get one. I We're not going to get one. I'm convinced we're not having one. Well, I read on the blogs and whatnot that uh, Sonia had said that they are getting together to like they have a date for the reunion so if they haven't taped it yet that's not a good look it Mm. it means that we're probably going to be waiting another month and a half because they have to tape it and then they have to edit it and then they have to do all the promo for it and i'm like this is some bullshit why should we get a reunion months after this is some nonsense but you know i hear that sonia is you know still in talks to be coming back which is good because i thought she wasn't but we also hear that Bethany is definitely not joining. She says, I'm above that shit. You know, That's that shit that put me on the map. That shit that put me on the map. Oh, no, I'm, I'm over that now. I'm too good for that. She got what she needed from being a housewife. And now she's a multimillionaire, billionaire, business mogul, doing all the things, living her life. She got a whole new fiance now. So she really has no reason to return, honestly. <laughs> Not a whole new man, a whole new fiance, okay? And we love that for her. Yes, I do. But I also don't like when people, you know, something that you, you've been a part of that, like, really gave you your recognition to then, mm-hmm. go, to then go shit on it. That's not cute, girl. Just say, like, no, that I did that before. And, like, you know, I'm on to other things. There's a nice way to say it. You don't got to be a bitch, Bethany. Exactly. You know, Andy does not like it when people bite the hands that feed them. Yeah, but, you know, she's a whole billionaire over here. So she's like, nah, I'm good. (laughs) Like, you can't pay me enough to come back. So I'm like, whatever. We can't wait to see what the rest of the shakeup in the New York cast brings. But Bethany also did say that she insinuated that Erica Jane might have known about Tom Girardi's uh, shady dealings because Bethany alleges that Tom owes her ex-boyfriend half a million dollars. And her ex-boyfriend died about two, three years ago. But she alleges that he owed uh, $500,000. Which is not small change. At least, you know, not in my world. For rich people, that's that ain't shit. But for me, I'm like, you oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah in my five figure, in my five figure salary world, five hundred K is that's <laughs> that's set your life money. That would be good for anybody. Oh, it's so funny to hear other celebs and and you know, people of that world talk about their take on the Erica and Tom situation. It mm-hmm. is so interesting. It's so interesting. So I really cannot wait to see how this all pans out. But before we get into Beverly Hills, let's jump back to Potomac. Sally, what you think about this week? You know, we still haven't seen homegirl Candace's fucking video that she keeps talking about. Yeah, I'm still waiting for Candace to drop all of these things. Because if, logically speaking, 
Potomac has filmed months and months ago. So this stupid ass video that she's allegedly recorded or that we see her taping and taping that she's doing hasn't been out yet. Where's the video? Where are the songs? Where are all the things that you are claiming to be doing, which is giving you a storyline? Also, not appreciative of the way that she's been treating her husband. Chris with the brown eggplant, he's doing the things. He's trying to help you out, girl. You're treating him like either he's your employee or your child. Either way, it's not looking good. She's serving her mama right now. She's treating him like both, and I don't like it. It's actually just abuse. I'm like, can you stop talking to your husband like this? First of all, he is helping you, but he is managing. First of all, you have him for free, right? Because if you had a manager, if you had someone- You'd be paying, girl. You'd be paying. But like, he's doing this because you guys are married. Like, he loves you. You have a union, a partnership. He wants you to win. But you're talking down to him like he is legitimate trash. And the thing is, he's doing that for free to manage you. But he also has a job. He had to close down his restaurant, I'm assuming, because of COVID. And he's still doing, you know, cooking. He's a chef. He is still doing those things for other people because that is how he makes his money. And it's like you're mad at him for making money to do his own thing, but you want him by your side to like wipe your ass and, you know, touch up your makeup and do all the things like you want him to be your everything, which is like it's not factual. Boom. And this is the shit that pisses me off because, you know, her mama and them and Giselle and all these other bitter betties want to talk about how, oh, Chris is riding on the coattails of your success, but um, he's actually working and trying to do his job. But then you get mad because he can't be there at your every beck and call because he's out here doing his job so that he's not riding on your coattails. You can't have it both ways. You can't have your cake and eat it too. But also, you cannot listen to people who are bitter. And single. Giselle is bitter and single. Her mama, I think she remarried, but her mama gives off, I want to be single and I want to fuck up my children's life vibes. Like I'm getting that too, yep. Your mama's crazy, bitch. Like, what don't you understand? At every chance, she makes Candace cry. And I'm not trying to make it seem like Candace, I'm not on your side, Candace. You're an asshole. You're an asshole for the way you talk to Ashley, talking about she wide body. You hate Ashley so much. And it's like, what is your problem? That you're going to body shame a woman who just gave birth. It doesn't even matter if she gave birth or not. If somebody's thick or whatever, let me talk about somebody's size. Like, who are you? She hates Candace so much. She legitimately does not invite her to anything that she plans. And I'm like, Candace, you are giving off jealous, um, hateful, needy, needs help. All of that. Seeking attention. You need to fix yourself. Now, on to new girl Mia, who I like. It was so sad. I like Mia. It was so sad to see her talk to her mother. That was very heartbreaking. And her mother mother clearly had a hard past. Yes. And I will say that of most, if not all of the women on the cast, I feel that Mia is probably the realist in terms of the situations that she's willing to talk about how all of those situations have affected her, who and how she is today. And I really appreciate that she's not afraid to go there. Like you ask her a question, she gonna give you an answer. It may not be the answer you were looking for. It may not be the answer you like, but she gave you the truth, which I cannot say the same for some of these other non-transparent fake bitches on the show. Yeah, because, you know, she's the only one who had a real hard upbringing. She everyone else has had their parents in their life. You know, they had like the the straight and arrow textbook life. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they went to school and they married someone basically. And then they kind of like started their businesses if they have a business or lives later on. But, but Mia, she, she really had to, she had she to be scrappy. Yeah, she didn't have that. And that's the reason why she was an entertainer in the club. She won't tell you that she was a stripper, but she tell you she was an entertainer. So whether she was, a which that is entertainment, you at the club, you entertaining and you getting money for entertainment. Okay, yeah, she's saying this, you know, this this other word for TV, but we know what it is. But it's okay, girl. You had a different life, so I do like her perspective and bringing that up. I want to see in the previews for like the next few episodes where her husband gets a little too saucy and starts looking at some of the other housewives. I'm like, oh, you better stop it now. Yeah, I did see, you know, one or two of them eyeballs wandering a little bit too far to the left. So. Mm-hmm. Mia hubby gotta he gotta calm that shit down a little bit just a little bit and robin you're still whack you're not gonna get married but you need actual therapy, therapy. and you need to stop talking to your kids your kids are not going to give you the therapy that you need and then when you call someone for help you want to get a life coach but you need a therapist and the life coach is even saying you need a therapist she's like no i don't think i need a therapist bitch you need a therapist Like there are clearly some deep rooted issues going on and you really need to do the work and unpack everything that's contributing to why you have been feeling the way you've been feeling. Cause I don't care, girl, like sleeping for 14 hours at a time is not normal. Like every day, maybe once or twice, you know, okay, I get it. We all be tired, but every day, no. And you a mother, like you, we gotta, we gotta get a handle on this. Mental health is mental wealth. So you need to figure out like your own value because either you need to leave Juan or you need to tell Juan how you need to be treated. But the Mm. way he talks to you and talks about your state of health is not good for you. So figure that shit out. Now we got to your little best Giselle and Karen. Now they kind of made up, but Giselle, get the fuck over it. Why are you so mad when other people ask you about your supposed relationship, most recent relationship, but you want to be all up in everybody else's business and their their husbands or their spouses or fiancés? Like, why do you get that opportunity to ask them about their shit and nobody can ask you about yours when your shit was fake? Well, it's not even that. Like, she's over here getting mad at Karen because she said something that was actually true. That she knew all along. I go, so then why why are we listening to this saga? Why no. are we now on episode five, six, or whatever the fuck we're on? And you're still harping on how Karen hurt your family. You know who hurt your family? That bitch ass that she was married to who you tried to get back together with that your daddy told you was a bitch ass. That part, but also your daddy and your daughters. Your mm. daughters are the truth. First of all, we can can we please get rid of Giselle and just keep her daughters? Because her daughters be knowing shit. They be putting mama in place. They be like, no. no. They check they her ass on everything, and they I check, love it. They check the shit out of her, and I love it. But at the same time, it's like you knew this was not a good move for you. If you just wanted to smash your baby daddy, your ex-husband, just say that, just do that. But to say, and like, tell the world like, oh yeah, we in a relationship. First of all, if you want to do that, no one gives a fuck, but you're on TV for you to mention it on TV on a national motherfucking show. Like, obviously the people want to know what happened. And you're in a relationship, but you're never actually with the person that you are allegedly in the relationship with. That's why Karen said that man lived on the phone does live on the phone and she was mad and the thing was karen only 
co-signed what Monique said. Karen exactly. D- was not the one that brought it up. So you mad at the wrong person, bitch. Like Giselle, you cannot throw stones. And then when people want to throw one at you, you get mad. Like mm-hmm. the fuck. Mm-hmm. Nah. Mm-hmm. And, and then let's move on. Last person, Wendy. You know, it was cute that she had the conversation with her boys. I don't know. I felt like it was a little too much for TV. Like you kind of forced it for like to put it on the show. But I am glad that she had this very important conversation with her two black sons who are going to be future black men of the world about policing. Yeah, I mean, I will say that it's 100 percent a conversation that all families should be having with their children. I am hoping, though, that this was a genuine conversation and not something that they coached the kids through for TV. You know what I mean? Yeah, that part. That's I was like, uh, the and you know, the kids are just so innocent and so beautiful. So to see them and their actual answers is like, oh my god, this breaks my heart. But at the same time, I'm like, please tell me that this was what they actually wanted to say. Do you know what I mean? Right. So I, I get what you're saying, and I agree. I hope that this was genuine, and that they were not coerced to say the things that they had said. But I did appreciate the conversation overall, just because I think that especially in the society that we live in, we've just been so socially constructed to think of young black men as, you know, villains or criminalizing them from such a young age that we need to understand how that affects children and takes away from them having an actual childhood. So on that respect, big up to Wendy, big up to Eddie for raising these beautiful young black men and preparing them for the world that was to come and while we big up all that we're gonna big up right on over to beverly hills let's get into our girl garcelle she's always bringing that beauty that fashion but she came in with that oh that yellow outfit i said honey you better yes she was serving i go marigold is your color i am here for it she was looking all amazing showing up to Dorit's little fashion show. But she said she she created them, but she did. OK, this is where my confusion lies. She claims to have designed these dresses, but there's a whole designer who actually did the majority of the work. So was it that she drew the dresses and the designer did the sewing? Because well, she a, just supervised the process. I don't get yeah, it. It could have been a collaboration. Like her inspiration, someone else sketches them. Like I'm sure she's not the actual one who you don't make it. Do you know what I mean? Like designers come up with the, the, the vision and the look and then you have a team to put it together. Right. Like this isn't Project Runway. So I know for a fact that she's not over here scale, like slaving over a sewing machine and hand sewing these pearls onto this fabric. No, she doesn't actually make the stuff, but it is her vision and a collaboration with someone else's vision. So I'm hoping that she actually had a part in it. But what I'm going to need Dorit to stop doing is coming after Garcelle with some bullshit. I'm like, yeah, over here talking about oh, I speak oh, four languages. No one gives a fuck. Like, oh, I speak four languages. Yeah, bitch. And guess what? You talk entirely too much in all of them and nobody cares absolutely but i did like how erica threw garcelle that bone after dorit said i speak four languages erica came with the sock passe and boom garcelle was like oh my boule girl she was ready with it but the the dresses the fashion they looked amazing they looked great they did look amazing they were beautiful i'll give them that i really want to talk about the night or two before 
Wendori and PK and Kyle and Mauricio Point had asking. dinner. I'm sorry, but PK needs to just replace Dorit at this point. Exactly, because he's he's way more entertaining than her not knowing how, when to shut the fuck up asses. And he's serving shady, shady, shadiness that we love in our housewives. Is it shady or is yeah. it truth? Because it's he's true. saying all of the honest things. But it's truth with shade. Like, that's, that's why I like it. It's like he's the husband. Like, some of the husbands just be there. But he's a husband that talks and want to be in the mess. You know what I mean? Like, But we actually care about the things he has to say. Whereas... Because um, he's saying what we all think. Bringing it back to what Erica said about Dorit two or three seasons ago. She talked too much boring shit. PK is bringing us all the fun shit. <laughs> yes. So PK is basically saying that Erica is still... She was controlled by Tom. Because, you know, Tom is a moneymaker. He had all the millions and billions. And she's still being controlled by him because the stories are not adding up. Or as Sally likes to say, the math ain't mathin. The math ain't mathin. I we are all thinking the same thing that PK said, because Erica came with an even crazier story than before. Another fucking car crash. What? what, No, no. Somebody tried to break into the house. Uh, And Tom confronted them. What's your old 70, 80 plus ass doing confronting somebody? Why? When you are that old, you do not do that. You hide in a corner and you hide in the closet. And allegedly with Alzheimer's or dementia or whatever the fuck he has that's preventing him from being able to testify. He confronted the person and then wound up in the hospital and had to have eye. Something was wrong. His eye eye surgery. eye patch. And now apparently he has glaucoma. And then her son was on the way to the house and he had a car accident because it was snowy and the car flipped over five times in california and, then, and kyle is like her face is like traumatized she's like, oh my god oh my god how's your son oh he's fine I'm like what Bitch, especially what? because we know that erica don't play about her son like this is not the reaction that i'm expecting if i'm if you're telling me that well, my son also, yeah she hardly ever talks about her son so like for you to bring your son into this bullshit man, all of a sudden out the blue and to have a car accident after your husband also was in some unbelievable car accident a few years prior to that come on girl like if you hear a really good friend telling you this shit you can be like oh my god how is your son oh he's fine what i i don't i don't understand how she could say that with like the like erica you need to go out and hire an actual crisis management team and stop taking advice from tyler perry and tom tom and And tom because clearly tom still like pk is right he still has the reins over you and he since you are on the show he wants you to continue to perpetuate some sort of alternate reality because none of this shit makes sense nothing it's it's just and you're right it's unbelievable i do i will say though that even though they was laughing and kikiing it up dory and kyle still said yes the story is unbelievable but i still believe erica so i'm just like okay y'all really y'all really buying into this team erica shit they're not buying into it they know that once this happened i'm sure erica sat them down and was like Hey, yo, girls, you're going to be on my side. Like, I had nothing to do with this. So by no means are they going to go against Erica. Like, they have to be on her side, no matter how crazy bullshit the story is. Mm -hmm. Because it is crazy and bullshit. It is something. 
But you know, and even Lisa Renna, you know what I liked after um, on Watch What Happens Live after that episode, Lisa Renna was on the show with Andy. One of the questions from a fan or someone on, on the tweeters said, Lisa, we don't believe that you were drunk during that dinner, you know, a few weeks ago. I also agree. I don't think she was actually drunk. I she felt like she was high key pretending uh, she was pretending so that she would not like be in the mix because. She wants to be on Erica. They want so badly to be on their friend's side that they're looking past all the bullshit. Yep. And she I'm sorry, but that's not real friendship to me. Real friendship is I'm going to take you to task on the things that aren't adding up and letting you know this does not look good. Let's talk about what's actually going on. Yep. Now, my one only issue was that we didn't get enough Kathy. You know, let me we never that. get enough Kathy. Kathy is the real star of the show. And I'm going to need Bravo to recognize that and give us the things that we want. Yes. And now Sutton showed up to Dorit's party with some man. Who was that man? Was that her boyfriend? I think so. Because she oh. said like, oh, look, it's Michael. He's finally here. But we've never really gotten a chance to find out who michael is what his role is maybe he's a paid bodyguard because she's afraid that erica gonna come for that ass again i don't know see i don't understand the rich and the famous how they just be like just get a divorce and suddenly have a boyfriend the next second like how does that work would you did you already have him on the side like the whole time is i'm still trying to figure that shit out because i've been over here going on these ridiculous ass dates and here comes Sutton with her no ass fashion and her annoying she's annoying yeah, too, and annoying, pulling a man out of thin air that's so i'm like how they always be having a man but our beautiful lovely garcelle here's uh, anybody Mm-mm. that yeah. math ain't mathing now but that, that man that not- man they want to set her up with though he looking good girl she was like Ooh. i like that she always keeps it real because she goes i saw his abs and all i heard was my bed spray exactly because <laughs> garcelle is that chick she is that's the reason why we need her on Beverly Hills Housewives. And as much as they try to single her out, they know what the fuck she's talking about when she says she feels like she's an outsider. And they're like, but why? I'm like, don't have her go into the details. Y'all don't get it twisted. Y'all are trying to push her out the same way you pushed out old girl last season. Mm-hmm. And she's not going to take it. And Sun, even though I hate Sun, Sun is her friend. And regardless if Sun is there or not, like y'all got to... Stop playing my girl Garcelle like that because she's going to come at you. Okay. 100%. Y'all need to stop. And now we heard something about Atlanta casting. Apparently, Portia is gone. She said bye bye. What? Yeah, Portia is gone. She is Damn, not that African money must be stacked real high. Ooh, that African money is stacked so high. She left both her jobs, okay? She left Housewives and she left Destination. She's not playing. That's what? How That's how rich Simon is, okay? Her fiance said, baby, I don't want you to work. Portia, you can't have- do this to us. That was going to be such good drama tea. But you know what? She will, I, I understand why she did it because she does not want to give Kenya the satisfaction of talking about how she got with her new her new love apparently she does not want her talking about because you know kenya um is gonna bring up all the shit for latoya since latoya is out so latoya did not like fallon and fallon is the ex-wife of simon and fallon was also a supposed friend of portia's 
So absolutely, you know, Kenya loves to take digs at Portia and anyone really. So she would not wait. And but Portia now Kenya's not going to have a storyline because Kenya's only storyline was shitting on Portia. So Portia ain't there. What's she going to do now? Because we don't give a fuck about her non-divorce. She's going to take a stab at some new person. So they're still trying to find a new person. But Cynthia's also out. So that's one less friend that Kenya has as well. <laughs> um, but to be honest, like, okay, Cynthia got married. We saw your wedding. Like, you have no more storylines. So she has nothing to give us. Her businesses are, are blossoming. Her husband is fine. Her husband loves her. Her daughter is thriving. Like, we don't, there's nothing to serve. And Sheree is And in. we love that for her. Sheree is officially in. Okay. Well, the bone collector coming back, back girl. The bone collector is back. Her man is out of jail. Her Tyrone is with her. So we're going to see Sheree in love. Because remember, we saw her try to give her her ex-husband, her her father, her children a chance, Bob. But he was trash. I mean, listen. Go to the windshield. Women are not listening to us. What did we say about going back to an ex? You do not reheat the McDonald's fries. Stop it. Don't do it. But I cannot wait to see Sheree back. Also, apparently Drew Sedora is coming back. I love that for her because I love Drew. And I want to know where the fuck her husband went when he went away for like three, four days. We never got the answers. What was he doing in Florida? I need to motherfucking know. Or was he in Florida? Who was he with? Mm. Like what, what What his purchase statements were for them three, four days that he was gone. I need to know. Check so, them Whitney Houston level receipts. OK, girl. So I'm going to need to see all of that. Um, Of course, Candy's going to be there because Candy loves to have multiple jobs and businesses. She stayed getting that bag no matter what. I'm going to want to see her kids. You know, they're getting a little bit older. Todd is a great husband. So we're going to get to see all that. That Ace and is now- a cutie. Such a cutie. I forget the other the girl's name, but Blaze. Blaze. Oh, yeah. I don't understand that as a name, but all right. And then we are going to see. Is Phaedra coming back? I heard that in the blogosphere rumors. Well, no, Phaedra is not officially coming back as a housewife, but we will see some of the old housewives make appearances. So I feel like Phaedra is going to like pop up at, you know, Sheree's house or something. But and is my girl Marlo finally going to get a peach because they playing her. So Marlo will still be there, but I don't think she's going to have a peach. Damn. But, I mean, she's always going to be there. So my whole thing is, what is Marlo and Kenya's like real? You know, they have to have someone who they go after. And that for them was sort of Portia. So Which was weird. Season. And the only reason why Marlo started going after Portia was because she became friends with Kenya. So that was yeah, trash. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out like who they're going to go after. But the thing is, after all these women, so we have Candy, we have Sheree, we have Kenya, we have Drew, we have Marla, who's going to be around. I'm wondering who is going to be the new person because they are going to bring a new person in. And all I need to say is that do not bring someone like Latoya. Latoya was a hot mess. Of she was hot. doing the most um, and it was not even entertaining. It was just messy and rude. And it was a lot that we did not ask for. So she could stay wherever the fuck she at. So I can't wait to see new girl, whoever new girl is. But I'm loving the shakeup that had happened. I'm so glad that Cynthia has gone because Cynthia was just 
she was boring. And it was like, if she didn't have her wedding last season, she didn't even need to be on that season. But last season was awkward because they legitimately filmed throughout the whole pandemic. And we're going to get a later premiere because they haven't even started taping yet, which I'm pissed about. Mm-hmm. But I do hope that we see a little cameo of Nini, like all of the ex-housewives and current housewives went to his funeral, apparently, which was like a star-studded event. They went to Nini's, well, husband's, who passed, Greg's funeral. But I, I would love to see them talk about it or like maybe Nini pop up, you know, they show afterwards them talking to her or something. It might be a little invasive, but like that's something that I want to see. I miss Nini on my screen, you know? Yeah, she she serves what we need. But it's definitely a, a very sad experience that she's going through right now. So Absolutely. honestly, I don't think that we're going to see a whole lot of any sort of cameo because, you know, she's beefing with Andy, too. So. Oh, yeah. No, when she left, Bravo, she left, left. She said, fuck Bravo, fuck Andy, fuck NBC. She she said a whole slew of things. But you know what? That's Nene, though. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. she wouldn't be her if she left gracefully. That She just doesn't do that. I'm just saying I, I missed the mention of Nene and I missed Nene on the screen. But I cannot wait when Atlanta premieres, whenever. Like, it normally premieres in the fall, like, right around November time. But since they haven't started filming yet, I don't think it's happening this year, which sucks. So, when we find out more, we will let y'all know more. And that's all we have for this week's Housewife Highlights. 